today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. A mini town hall. Hamilton Mayor Fred Eisenberger will join us, and last to talk about with uh, with what's going on here in the city uh, vis-a-vis the uh, uh, code designations, of course, the color designations that Hamilton and uh, the GTA and Burlington and everyone else seems to be in. Of course, they're in the shutdown mode in the GTA. Mr. Mayor, welcome to the program. Good to have you with us today. Good to be back, Bill. Thank you. Uh, lots to talk about here, but let's meet right off the bat because I know I'm going to get questions about this, and you may well get a couple of calls on this too. Uh, the status of the protesters in the uh, forecourt of City Hall. I, uh, you know, I, I know you discussed this at the council meeting. Is there a strategy here? Did they stay there? Uh, they were asking to meet with you. Is that in the offing? What's going on? Uh, so, as it stands right now, the uh, police are there to ensure, and bylaws there to ensure that they're maintaining the uh, kind of, uh, minimum, maximum 25 uh, individual gathering COVID regulations from the province of Ontario. Uh, the uh, the bottom line is that uh, tents are not allowed on the uh, city property, and so at some point we'll be dealing with that. But at the, at the moment, uh, you know, they're uh, they're there. Uh, they. Uh, uh, you know, ironically, if they, if they wanted to talk to me, they could have just called and made an appointment. We would have, would have been able to do that uh, easily. Uh, but uh, under the circumstances, uh, we will uh, wait and see to see how we're going to evolve here. And uh, looking forward to uh, hopefully having them uh, having them move on. And uh, and you know, now more than ever, you know, when they're talking about defunding the police, uh, I mean, I'm not on for defunding the police in the way that they're talking. Uh, you know, a 50 percent reduction is ridiculous. Uh, so there's no there's no uh, there's no discussion to be had there, uh, but with, there is a discussion to be had around uh, the, the community safety and well-being plan that uh, includes uh, you know many organizations in our community, including ultimately the public, in terms of how do we have better outcomes for our citizens in, in terms of community safety and wellness. And that discussion is ongoing. The police is part of that. Doesn't isn't leading it. Is uh, being led by uh, the emergency community uh, services director Paul Johnson, and that includes. Organizations like the Hamilton Center for Civic Inclusion, uh, the Hamilton Wentworth District School Board, the Coalition of Hamilton Indigenous Leadership, the, the Buying Community Services, Women Abuse Working Group, a lot, you know, a whole number of institutions talking about what is community safety and wellness going to look like uh, from here to four. So that's discussion that's, uh, that's important and we're uh, supportive of that and we'll see what those outcomes are. And then lastly, in terms of housing, you know, it's ironic that today we're doing more than we've ever, ever done in terms of providing housing in our community. Uh, some, so a couple of years ago, we put forward a $50 million 10-year plan over and above what we do normally on the housing front. And we added additional resources just recently, $10.4 million from the federal government that we're leveraging into additional housing opportunities as well as extra dollars uh, and, and proposals into the premier in terms of how we house uh, high acuity individuals in terms of homelessness in our community. So we're we're doing more than we ever have, and there's probably about nine, ten, eleven projects uh, all in the affordable social housing range in the queue, uh, waiting to either uh, get finished or or get started to uh, towards completion. And so we're doing more than we've ever done before, including Hamilton uh, social housing and and, the, and again the fifty million dollars. So I, I understand the dilemma. Uh, you know, we couldn't move fast enough. We need our federal partners and on the uh, on the national housing strategy side to uh, come through for us. And certainly we're anticipating that to happen hopefully sooner rather than later. It's been announced on a number of occasions. 
Uh, one of your council colleagues is making accusations now about the police that are on site uh, at uh, this demonstration are, are harassing uh, some of the members. You were also aware, uh, the other hand, not only mayor, but of course as uh, chair of the police services board. Uh, are, are, is there anything to those allegations? Are they being investigated? I uh, don't know, and uh, I, I've asked the councillor to send me uh, directly uh, any evidence of that. Uh, she said there was videos or, or you know, uh, some, some filming or some, some audio, I'm not sure which. Uh, I've not yet seen anything uh, from her, and then anything that she'll send along, I'll certainly bring to the attention of the police, and, uh, and that should, and should be investigated uh, if it's harassment. Now, you know what, uh, that, that's an easy claim to make. That isn't necessarily so, but we, you know what needs to be investigated because there's no room for harassment. Uh, by police uh, in our community, and uh, but there is room for making sure that people are adhering to the COVID restrictions uh, and making sure that they're respecting public property. So all of that uh, needs to happen, and uh, that's what police are there to monitor, and that's what bylaw is going to continue to uh, to look after. But whatever evidence uh, she may have, she's uh, welcome to send it to me, and uh, to date I haven't seen anything. Uh, and, of course, the other accusation made by it, not just that council, but another one, too, is that perhaps the police presence at City Hall is uh, is is overdoing it, uh, that it's it's more than is absolutely necessary. Uh, your reaction to that? Well, again, uh, you know what? It, it all depends on the volume of people that are there. Uh, so, uh, you know, when you get 70, 80, 100 or more, uh, then, uh, you know, the volume of police required to maintain that uh, COVID restriction uh, uh, 25 gathering, uh, you know, number is, uh, it, you know, becomes heightened. And so it, it really all depends on, uh, you know, what the activity is on the forecourt and uh, how many people are there. And uh, I think if you go there now, I think there's minimal police presence at the moment uh, as they're, uh, you know, discussing how we're going to move forward on this. So uh, it's not it's not a, a sense of intimidation or an attempt to uh, to, you know, uh, you know, show of force. Uh, it, it, they're uh, they're here to uphold the law, and uh, and certainly uh, I, I support that. And uh, you know what? I'm not I'm not a fan of uh, this kind of protest. Quite frankly, people are allowed to protest if they want to come here and stand in front of uh, City Hall, as many people do, uh, make their case, and their you know their issues known uh, through you know a, a rally or whatever it is. That's something that we have continuously supported. But pitching up tents and and doing an encampment on City Hall uh, certainly isn't. Uh, uh, allowable under the bylaw and certainly isn't desirable, uh, and I'm sure most members of council would agree. Uh, limited amount of time, Mr. Mayor, and I want to get on to a couple of other things here as well, including, uh, well, our status here in the Hamilton area uh, under the uh, the designation, the color code designation. Of course, we're in the red zone, and uh, we're not going to get out of that anytime soon, I guess. And uh, They mm -hmm. say at least minimum of 28 days. Sadly, we could go up until the worst one, but not down, uh, not yet anyway. Uh, and to that end, uh, Black Friday is tomorrow. It's going to be a monster shopping day, or at least it traditionally has been anyway. And uh, you have sent a letter out, and I know some of the other GTA mayors are, uh, have, have talked about this, uh, about uh, basically stay home, don't shop unless you absolutely need to. Is that, the, is that the gist of the message here? Yeah, that's essentially it. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, the spread of this virus is, uh, is transmitted to, you know, close proximity to others. And, uh, you know, if you think about, you know, the previous Black Fridays where you see, you know, door crashing and, People uh, standing in massive lines and crowds waiting to get into uh, stores to grab the best sale uh, going, which, you know, seems to be a tradition each and every year. This is not the year to do that. Clearly, uh, clearly that close proximity is putting yourself and others at risk. Uh, we're trying to prevent that in every way possible. The federal government is pouring money into the hands of individuals to get them to either stay home or, or uh, you know, compensate them for the 
the loss of uh, you know either business or employment so that they can uh, not have to worry too much about uh, you know having to go out and, and, and do this kind of thing and you know if you, if you really need to shop uh, I would I would highly recommend that you, you you shop local as much as possible and get online uh, you know most of the stores if they're uh, smart have taken an aggressive step towards uh, online shopping for their operations and uh i i would i hope to think that most of them are are there and uh that's a that's a great way to uh, to dial into you know some local shopping local shops that you prefer whether it's uh in the mall or other locations uh you can go online and shop uh, locally for all the goods that you're looking for so gathering in large groups like that just isn't the right thing to do i, I would ask people to use some common sense and know that uh, all the effort and resources that we're putting into this to try and prevent these kinds of mass gatherings will be uh, will be negated by you know the very fact that people are going to be potentially going out there and uh, crashing uh, the front doors of their favorite uh, Best Buy or whatever it is, and uh, that's just not the right thing to do at this moment in time. I, I know that Dr. Richardson, Dr. Elizabeth Richardson, the, the medical officer of health, expressed some concerns about this the other day, too. Uh, we're red zone right now, and, of course, the GTA and Peel are lockdown mode. Uh, there is a concern right now that people that want to do that shopping tomorrow, this weekend, or in the days ahead, are going to head here to the Hamilton-Burlington area to do their shopping and, and flood the stores here. Is, is there a concern there? Are there any precautions being taken about that? Yeah, you know, and that's a very difficult thing to police, unfortunately, uh, or to monitor. Uh, you know, we're encouraging people not to do that. Obviously, there are limitations in terms of how many people can be in a store at any one time. Uh, that's uh, that's still on here locally. So we're we're asking uh, all of our local businesses to ensure that they're following those regulations because there are potential fines that could come their way if they don't. So uh, you know, as it's a maximum of ten. Uh, inside a you know a store or a, or a restaurant at this point, no matter what the size, uh, so that's something that uh, these folks are going to have to adhere to. And so, uh, uh, I would hope that uh, folks in other areas are going to adhere to their lockdown and go with go the same route. Uh, look for local shopping in your community in your area, but do it online as much as you can. Uh, you know, you can grocery shop today online if you want to. You can order up, and they can uh, they can actually do a curbside pickup. You don't even have to go into the store. Uh, in fact, they, they'll even deliver it to you if you uh, if you wanted to go that route. So there are many, many options that people can, can employ to still get the things that they want, but they don't have to go, uh, you know, into another location or into another town to be able to get that. So uh, we encourage the same response from people that are in lockdown right, right now is stay within your own community, uh, stay within your own host household as much as you can. Uh, don't, uh, don't gather in large groups uh, no matter where you're going. Uh, and if that's uh, if you're planning on doing that here in Hamilton, then there are bylaws in place and there are regulations in place to prevent you from uh, from doing that here in our city. It doesn't doesn't mean that we don't like Torontonians or people from Brampton or Peel. We uh, we love them all and we want them all to do well, but we don't need them all flooding into our city to uh, to cause uh, you know additional problems here. Mr. Mayor, yesterday, as you know, Ontario uh, 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 General Bonnie. Uh, Lissick had released a report uh, about the COVID-19 response by the provincial government, uh, a rather scathing report, as it turned out. Uh, the essence, and by the way, uh, Bonnie Lissick is going to join us on the program a little bit later on on the show uh, to explain exactly what went on with the Auditor General's report. Uh, but they talked about inconsistent messages, which is making it difficult for local municipalities and boards of health uh, to do and carry out their particular protocols. Uh, is that the experience that you've had here in Hamilton with the, the mixed messaging that many other people have complained about from the province? 
You know, it, it has been a challenge, and I, you know, and I know, you know, I'm 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 a little loath to fault the government. It's been, uh, you know, these are unprecedented times, and they're uh, they're they're adjusting as they go in terms of the circumstances they they find and the data that they're using. That that uh, reflects change, and so the the messages have changed. Uh, they've usually changed as a result of changing circumstances in the broader community. Increase in in COVID COVID cases uh, certainly causes you to change your tune. The uh, the messages has changed from March till to now. When when we started, uh, you know, masks weren't required. They weren't quite sure what the what the COVID spread uh, mechanism was, uh, what level of protection was required. Which is why we went to a, you know an automatic shutdown until we actually got a little bit more information about you know what the transmission rate was, how it was transmitted. Uh, what kind of protections would need to be in place and how much PPE we can get our hands on to protect ourselves. So, you know, the message has morphed and changed. Uh, could it have been better? I, you know, it could always be better. And, you know, I, my, in my humble opinion, you know, we need, to, we need to get through this pandemic in the best way possible, uh, you know, collaborating with uh, the, the, the federal government, the provincial government and the municipalities. And I think that's worked, you know, exceptionally well, not perfect, but exceptionally well because collaboration has been there. And, you know, after the fact, uh, we, we need to do a lot of assessing as to what went right and what went wrong so that uh, we can use those lessons to, uh, to prepare for the, uh, the next pandemic. I think the, uh, you know, the, uh, the Auditor General, I think, was a little hasty in her, uh, her criticism, in my personal opinion. Uh, you know what, uh, let's get through this pandemic first, and then let's assess what, uh, what mistakes uh, may have been made or what we could have done sooner and better. Uh, and make sure we apply that uh, if, if and when there's another pandemic. But there have been some gaps here. I mean, you know, even after the uh, the code designation, moving us down into the red zone was initiated. I remember I had a conversation with Paul Johnson on the program here, mm-hmm. and uh, and I asked him well, what what the criterion is. I said, what's you know, where's the, the threshold for the next level? He says, well, we don't know. Uh, there just yep. seem to be half messages, and 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 you know, kind of like writing this on the back of an envelope as opposed to a solid program. Well, I'm not sure that was the case, Bill, but, uh, but, but, you know, there was a lag time between, uh, you know, their, their, their order and, and the details that backed up that order in terms of the regulations that, uh, with the, with the fine details in terms of what was required. And that left, left municipalities to make interpretations. And, uh, until such time as we got uh, better clarity from the province. And there was a lag time there for sure. And there's no question about that. And I think that's, uh, that's an issue that the, uh, the province continues to have to deal with. And uh, it's something that has to be uh, has to be uh, you know rectified, you know in the in the in the near future, and certainly uh, for any future pandemic, no question about that. But again, uh, uh, you know, changing circumstances day to day. You know, we've got armies of people uh, doing work today that uh, they wouldn't be doing. Now, you know, contract tracing in Hamilton, for instance, uh, we've got hundreds of people that would normally not be doing that work now doing that work, uh, and uh, a lot of unexpected things have occurred. And a lot of things have been amplified as a result of, uh, of this pandemic, including what's going on in long-term care facilities, uh, what's happening in our transit systems right now in terms of the, the lack of ridership, uh, the, uh, the, the, the amount of unemployment and business loss that potentially could occur. I mean, the, the, the changes are huge. And, and the housing issue also amplified in terms of homelessness. And uh, and and the, uh, the the food scarcity that uh, we're we're now looking at, which is uh, you know that many more people, uh, you know, in, in insecure food circumstances that are going to require more resources to uh, to get through day to day. So uh, you know, lots of changes, lots of uh, controversy day in and day out. It seems, uh, but uh, you know what? At, at the end of the day, uh, we still have seen 
I think, pretty exceptional collaboration between the federal, provincial, and municipal governments. And, you know, as compared to uh, what you see happening in the United States, where it's all over the map, uh, it's been reasonably consistent here. Uh, although the messaging, you know, has been in flux, uh, you know, there's been an effort to try and uh, get the best information out there as possible, as quickly as possible. Hamilton Mayor Fred Eisenberger, as always, Mr. Mayor, thanks so much for this. Uh, we'll uh, talk again later, I'm sure, as uh, with developments persist. Uh, have yourself a good day today. Okay, Bill. Thank you. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.